to episode two of Doogie Critchley Player Profiles, my brand new bite-sized podcast series where I analyse the strengths and weaknesses of some of Europe's most promising emerging footballers. Today, Bar Leverkusen's Moussa Diaby. I remember suggesting that rather than replacing Jack Grealish with Leon Bailey, Aston Villa should have instead targeted Bailey's then-teammate Moussa Diaby. Bailey might have shown more star quality with a highlights reel filled with long-range thunderbolts and gloriously struck set pieces, but Diaby with his ability to operate on either flank or as a number 10 was the kind of Swiss army knife attacker that could have prevented Villa from forking out an additional 20 million euros on Philip Coutinho the following January. As it was though, staying in West Germany has worked out just fine for the 23-year-old. 25 goals and assists in 32 league games last term, helped Leverkusen to their highest points tally in nine years and back into the Champions League. And whilst the start of this campaign might have been undermined by the absence of the brilliant Florian Wirtz, Patrick Schick's loss of form and Gerardo Seoane's sacking, Diaby is one of very few Leverkusen players who has maintained their level. Despite their recent revival under Xabi Alonso, Die Werkself have still lost more league games than they've won. But this hasn't prevented Diaby from contributing 12 league goals and assists, a tally that ranks ninth in Germany whilst his two goals against Atletico Madrid in Group B saw them finish ahead of the two-time finalists, earning his side a spot in the Europa League knockouts. An explosive attacker with a low centre of gravity and excellent agility, Diaby is a defender's nightmare. He leads his side for goals, shots and chances created, whilst his relationship with right wing-back Jeremy Frimpong has become one of the most deadly in world football. With Diaby's ability to drive in field onto his favoured left foot, opening up acres of space for Frimpong and his boundless energy to charge into. The best thing about Diaby though is his calmness in front of goal, with the Paris-born flyer getting 54% of his shots on target, a figure that ranks in the top 3% of players in his position and which dwarfs two of the Bundesliga's most informed wingers this season, Christopher Nkunku and Kingsley Coman, who come in at 42% and 35% respectively. In terms of his weaknesses, this isn't a player that is known for his defensive work rate, so he'd be best suited to a ball-dominant side, which is the one thing that worries me about a potential move to Newcastle who have been chasing him for over a year. Sky Germany reported this week that Bar Leverkusen are ready to talk if a fantastic offer comes in. German journalist Patrick Berger said that to bring Leverkusen to the table, the fee will have to be 75 million euros or 68 million pounds plus a huge bonus. I know what you're thinking though, what about the Bundesliga tax? Yes, Jadon Sancho, Kai Havertz and Timo Werner have all failed to meet expectations in the last few seasons. But Sancho and Havertz were both 21 when they signed, two years younger than Diaby, whilst Werner was ill-suited to the more methodical, slow-possession game that Thomas Tuchel introduced after Frank Lampard's sacking. De Bruyne, Firmino, Son, Company, Sane and Haaland to name but six have proven that if you're good enough, you'll succeed in the Premier League. And what's more, having made 34 appearances for his boyhood club PSG in 2018-19, in which he contributed eight league goals as they won the title, Diaby has already experienced the pressure of playing for an elite side. In my opinion, any club picking up Diaby this summer has made a very sensible call. That's the lowdown on Diaby then. Let me know who you'd like me to cover next on Doogie Critchley Player Profiles. See you later.